Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, 5 Minutes with the G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, we produce, record and edit video content, and audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Verbal, Podomatic, Anchor, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and www.pitch-talk.com The pitch is where we eat, the pitch is where we sleep and the pitch is where we talk. Welcome to the Straight Shooting View. Hey everybody, what is up? My name is Straight Shooting LJA and welcome to... What's shaping up to be an interesting episode of The Straight Shooting View? Now, this episode will feature my Pitch Talk co-host, one of my Pitch Talk co-hosts, JBK, later on in the episode. We'll start off talking about Napoli and some comments by Aurelio De Laurentiis, but then move on to Barcelona and, yeah, their situation where... <laughs> Trying to make some people look like the bad guys and others are like the good guys. Make themselves look like the knights in shining armor who are hard done by. But yeah, have a look of this. And I said, we're going to go through Napoli first. And then later on, JBK is going to jump in with some of his views on the Barcelona situation. What is up, people? My name is Straight Shooting LJ and welcome to another episode of the Straight Shooting View. Now, <sighs> I'm going to take a little bit of a, I was going to say cruise, or maybe a break, or maybe a detour, because I'm wearing a nice little purple holiday style shirt, but I'm going to Italy right now, and the reason why I'm going to Italy is because of Napoli president Aurelio De Laurentiis. Now, he has had some rather interesting comments to say. VR, I think it was a, a, a um, live stream with either Wall Street Italia or I think it was Wall Street Italia, yeah. And yeah, some of the things he said were not only derogatory, but completely backward and utterly moronic. Now, let me preface it with this. Senegal International, Kalidou Koulibaly, recently went to Chelsea. He played in the African Cup of Nations alongside guys like Mohamed Salah, Sadio Mane, among others. And also as well, some people in the past have accused Jurgen Klopp of disrespecting AFCON. Some have, some have said that by saying it was, I think, a small tournament or something like that. And, well, in comparison to the European Championships and the World Cup, kind of is a small tournament. But that's not the issue we're discussing right here. Where I'm going is this. Aurelio De Laurentiis was recently quoted as saying... Oh, don't! Oh, I told them lads, don't talk to me about Africans unless they sign. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to be signing any more Africans unless they sign some agreement that says they're not going to play in the African Cup of Nations. And it's like, God, it's like really. This is the president of a football club in Serie A, the top level of Italian football. Coming up with comments like that. And that was almost a word-for-word quote. Go and look it up. But, wow. For someone of that high standing to come out with it 
is just tremendous. It is mind-boggling. It really is. Because you know that comment, the media are going to latch onto it, twist it all sorts of ways, bend me, shake me any way you want me. And none of it sounds good. You can't paint that comment in a good light. Because even Aurelio De Laurentiis went on to say, in that same quote, about, oh, we're, we're the idiots paying them, paying them thousands and thousands and millions of pounds to go and play somewhere else. And it's like, dude, it's for a month. It's the African Cup of Nations. It's the biggest cup competition on that continent. I don't hear you saying the same about the Copa America. I don't hear you saying the same about Qatar. You saying the same about that? I don't hear you saying the same about the Nations League. I don't hear you saying the same about the World Cup, the European Championships, Copa America, FIFA Club World Cup. I don't hear you, Aurelio De Laurentiis, saying that level of disrespectful bullshit about those tournaments. But you go and say it about AFCON. It's like, dude, like, I personally wouldn't even bother. I wouldn't even bother signing for Napoli. Oh, you know, if I'm hearing the club president saying stuff like that, bugger it. I wouldn't even sign for that club. Personally wouldn't. I really wouldn't. Because that is so disrespectful to say. Unless they sign something saying that they're not going to AFCON, I'm not interested in signing Africans. Essentially. That's essentially what he's saying. And it's like, how much of a disrespect is that to AFCON as a tournament? I'd like to know your views on that because I feel that that is thoroughly disrespectful. It really is. So yeah, you've heard my views on the Napoli situation and Aurelio Di Laurentiis' comments on AFCON. Yeah, quite odd. But, you know what, I'm going to throw over to my Pitch Talk co-host, JBK, Coach JBK, with his views on the Barcelona situation before jumping in with my views. So have a listen to JBK, and then we'll go straight into my views on that situation. Barcelona fans and and all um, who were booing uh, Martin Brethwaite over the weekend um, were actually, I wouldn't say smart, I won't not their intelligence but if they were smart um, if they were smart enough they would know that this is the situation that's been happening because they've seen Griezmann leave they've seen um, Dembele leave they've seen all of these guys leave they've seen PK who's meant to be a Barca legend be told you've got to um, drop your, your wages in the same situation where he's getting a divorce with his wife um, Shakira the same year I think or the same summer on top of that you're also asking for Busquets to reduce his wages. But then you're also throwing out people that you were considering first team. And this is the problem with the whole situation with the Matthew. Why have that going? And this is why they keep saying, what's the point in having a... Um, what's the point in having a... a, a what do you call it? Having an academy if... They're not going to use it. They've used it on certain players, but it's not five, six, seven players like it was um, nearly ten years ago. It's now one or two, which means that you're basically extortionately buying for the sake of knowing that you don't have the right players in place to move the the club on within your within your academy system. 
Barcelona have always, with Guardiola being around, were always sort of recruiting from within. So that's why they were operating less. Um, they were operating at a, um, on a on a green rather than operating in the red. Um, but this situation has gone out of hand because, as we read with that thread, Liam, and we spoke about, this is them offsetting a lot of their their equity for now rather than the future, offsetting their transfer um, transfer choices and basically paying half of the wages rather than all of it with the lucrative name that goes with it so if you're saying that you play for Barcelona all of a sudden you go fair enough look at the whole Griezmann situation Griezmann was in for two years on a five-year contract then they said you got to leave and he was only prepared to go on loan because nobody else could afford his, um, his wages I think he left fully and gone back to Atletico Madrid you're looking at um, you're looking at players like Suarez. Suarez was told to um, to leave because of the um, astronomical wages that he was on. Went to uh, went to Atletico Madrid, won the league. It's basically the Manchester United situation that you said um, a few years back that they need to be they need to be winning trophies in order um, in order to satisfy the 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 market. They need to be winning trophies. I remember, I remember you saying something along the Manchester United lines of they they have to win a trophy or win something in order to in order to um, offset the market that they're, that they're in. But it's it's getting to a, a point where it's just like how have you got to how have you allowed the money to get this bad? That's the question, especially as Barcelona, where they've got a president, but they've also got the supporters club that have a share within the club within the club as well. How have you allowed it to get this bad? You Barca fans booing Martin Braithwaite and Barcelona as a club trying to make Frankie de Jong look like the heel, even though these two are, these two are, are kind of the victims in this situation. You fans and you as Barcelona as a club, you are full of crap. More crap than a Christmas turkey. Because, and the reason why I say that, Barcelona are currently leveraging their long-term future for a transfer window for short-term gains. Last season they were into they were in the Europa League. This season they're back. This season is what them was. I think they are back in the Europa League again, and they're not happy about it. So they've gone on a massive spending spree. But this time last year they were having trouble registering players because of money reasons. So apparently they've pulled these economic levers to be able to sign players like Rafinha for 50-60 million Lewandowski for 52 million and it's like even in Euros it's still high and it's like hold on a minute you're like a what 1.2 1 1.3 maybe as much as 1.5 billion, billion um, euros in debt and you've had to basically they've had, it's basically Barcelona are about to sell I think it's 25% of their broadcasting rights for the next 3-4 years and I think it's something like 50% of their merchandising rights, rights as well and they're selling off like literally pieces of the club to generate like 400 million and they're like oh we've got economic levers to be able to raise even more capital if we need it and it's like yeah yeah, you might want to look at um, Britain as a country or England more specifically for how that ends up shaking down.
because if you have nothing then yeah it's going to be harder for you to produce just saying long term you sell off all your assets then you have nothing and then well you have to rent assets and all of that that gets into the business side of it. But the fact is, Barcelona, for me, are absolutely mocking. Because they owe Frankie de Jong like 17 million euros. And he's digging his heels in. And you know what? I don't blame him. Same with Martin Braithwaite. I think Martin Braithwaite is, uh, is owed less. I think he's owed like three or four million. But they threatened him and said, well, you're going to warm the bench. <laughs> like, we want you out. We'd rather you out of the club because we need to share our wage bill. Well, don't sign people to stupid contracts then. And people say, oh, it's corruption. And oh, what's it? Um, Laporta, the previous, the previous owner, is one of them was He's responsible for it. And it's like, yeah, so what? <laughs> if, like, you should have kept, kept tabs on what your previous owners were doing. Sorry, but that's, uh, that's of your own making. You can't blame that on COVID. That's of your own making. I'm just hoping Barcelona's women's side... Don't suffer because of this idiocy and this clown show. Because Barcelona trying to make Frankie de Jong look like the villain of the piece. It's like, oh, Man United, please buy him. Please buy him from us. We need to free up our wage bill. Please, please come and buy him. But we ain't going to sell him for less than 50 million. Please come and buy him. It's like, dude, if you're that desperate, you'll sell him, you'll sell him at a knockdown price. So you clearly ain't that desperate. And these economic levers will just be a case of selling more assets selling more of your future TV revenue. And then it's going to be one of them ones where it's like, oh, why are we not making that much in TV revenue? Why Aren't we one of the biggest clubs in the world? Oh, yeah, we sold off half those rides, didn't we? Oh, crap. That's going to be when crap hits the fan. Because some people are speculating that Barca are in such a precarious situation financially, they might not be around in five years' time. I think, um, I think it's Karl-Heinz Rummenigger at um, Bayern Munich has been, been like, yeah, it might not be around that long. And also as well, La Liga, as I record this, La Liga have recently stopped Barcelona from registering five players. I think Lewandowski's included in that. I think Rafinha's included in that as well. And it's like, dude, how are you hijacking a bunch of Chelsea's deals? Not that I feel sorry for them as a Liverpool supporter. How are you hijacking a bunch of their deals when you've literally got no money? And the only money you have got is basically you selling your future. <laughs> and it's like, and then trying to turn it around and trying to make Frankie de Jong look like, look like a heel. Or Adrian, or Martin Braithwaite look like a heel. And bear in mind, if, I, if I'm looking at Barca right now, like I, I as a player would be like, I'm not going there. For the pure reason... That if they can, like, say the Busquets and, and PK, oh, we need you to take a pay cut for the good of the club. Um, we're in some financial dire straits at the moment. They agree to it because they're loyal to the club. Then a year later, oh, can you do this again? But you've just spent, like, 150, 200 million on new players. It's like, and you're asking me to take a pay cut. Are you mocking? That's what, If I'm Busquets and PK, that's what I'm asking. Are you mocking? Who's doing the finances here? Like, seriously, who's doing this stuff? You got Sooty and company doing your finances because what is happening here? You got, it's like if you got MC Hammer doing finances, what, 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 what's going on here? Because this is absurd. Frankie de Jong and Martin Braithwaite, Braithwaite need to, to dig their feet in. And for those idiots out there 
boo, have, who have the nerve to boo those two and say, oh, well, why would you stay in such a toxic atmosphere? Blah, blah, blah. Let's put it this way. If you were owed 17 million or even three or four million by anyone, you'd stay there to get it, wouldn't you? Or are you a moron too? Or would you be the moron who's like, no, don't worry about it. Give me a couple grand and I'll be fine. No. So put yourselves in their shoes in terms of the money that they owed. It's like AFCON, what I was talking about earlier. Put yourself in an African player's shoes wanting to move to Napoli. It's like, uh, yeah, nah, not going to be doing that. If the owner thinks that way about us, it's like, nah, not keen on that at all. And I said, with the Barca situation, if I'm a player looking at them now, I'm like, yeah, if you're treating loyal players who have been there for decades, for a decade plus, like Busquets and Piquet, if you're disrespecting them like that, and then you're mocking De Jong and also Braithwaite in the way you are, I ain't going anywhere near you. Screw that. Dude, I'll go elsewhere and make my money. This is, it's one of them ones like Barcelona. If you never know, you know. It could get to that point where they start bouncing checks like Paul Heyman and ECW. It's like, here's your check, boing. Sorry, here's your check. It's like, no, 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 no. I ain't having a bar of that. And now, and the weirdest thing about this Barcelona thing is that the day I'm recording this, they're trying to threaten Frankie de Jong to revert to, a, to an older contract because they're saying that the contract he's on now is illegal. How desperate can you get when you're having to threaten that? If I'm De Jong, I'm getting lawyers to look into this. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, look at this, look at this, look how desperate these people are on one hand and look what they're doing on the other hand. Left hand's buying 200 million worth of players whilst the right hand is saying, oh, well, we need you to, um, to take wage cuts, significant wage cuts. We can't pay you the money we owe you. Nah, pay me. F you, pay me. Pay me my money that I'm owed. Because at the end of the day, it's like, it's Barcelona breaking the contract. Because if, if they refuse to pay the young or Braithwaite, then they're breaking the contract. And they'd have to pay up anyway legally. So you can't muck around with that. Barcelona have put themselves in between a rock and a hard place. And it's of their own making. So no sympathy for them. And no sympathy for Napoli either if every African player on the planet says, nah, not playing for that club again. <laughs> so, oh my God. It is one of them ones. Napoli's, uh, Napoli's president, Aurelio De Laurentiis. How disrespectful were his comments to African players and the African Cup of Nations? Also, Barcelona, are they mocking in their situation, trying to make the young and Braithwaite look like the bad guys for just trying to get the money, for them trying to get the money that they're owed. Owed by the club. It's one of them was, and threatening them as well. Yeah, you'll rot on the bench. Okay, cool. I'll get paid to rot on the bench then. Fine. That's what I'd be like. So yeah, lot to, lot to unpack, lot to digest, lot to take in. But you know what? I want to know your views. What do you think about the Barcelona situation? What do you think about Napoli? Do you think Napoli's own, oh, sorry, Napoli's president, Aurelio Di Laurentiis is right? Do you think he's taking the mickey? Do you think he's disrespecting AFCON with his comments about not wanting to sign African players unless they sign an agreement not to play in AFCON? Also, also the Barcelona, 
situation. The Barcelona situation, an absolute cluster. And hell, as I recorded this, they're rumoured to have agreed a deal to get Bernardo Silver in. Whilst Frankie de Jong, well, apparently his lawyers are looking into this situation. So... Yeah, things are getting interesting in a very fluid situation at Barca. But you know what? I want to know your thoughts on it. www.pitchstatstalk.com is the official website. You can catch our vlogs there, podcast episodes there, and much, much more. YouTube.com forward slash Pitch Talk for all of our videos, including Pitch Talk at the Cup Finals, and much, much more. Also, at Pitch Talk on Twitter, tweet with us, follow us, see what we're up to. Facebook.com forward slash Pitch Talk, become a fan, become a friend, become a member of the group. Join the football and revolution we're working so hard to create. At Pitch Talk on Instagram for vlog previews, pictures, and much more. We're on Reddit, we're on TikTok, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Ghana, G-A-A-N-A. Also, Verbal, V-U-R-B-L, we're Verbal Ambassadors and proud of it. So many places where you can catch the Pitch Talk podcast, wherever you pick them up is where you can find us as well join the football and revolution we are pitch talk and we want to know your views give us a like subscribe rate us spread the word like butter i have been straight shooting lja and for another episode of the straight shooting view take care peeps thanks for your time Join the Pitch Talk revolution. Check out the official Pitch Talk website. www.pitch-talk.com Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV. Including special feature segments. Five minutes with a G. The straight shooting view. Coaching with JBK. We produce, record and edit video content. And audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Verbal, Podomatic, Anchor, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk Revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and www.pitch-talk.com. The pitch is where we eat. The pitch is where we sleep. And the pitch is where we talk. I can see you. <laughs>